Praise Jesus is not just the name of this podcast. I intend to speak of my love and trust in our Lord and Savior. To teach, learn, glorify, and praise Jesus. My brothers and sisters, thanks for joining me once more. Well, we've read through Proverbs 1 and 2. We've learned that Proverbs 1, what Proverbs are. They're for gaining wisdom and instruction, understanding words of insight, receiving instruction for prudent behavior or behavior that's good according to what God says is good, and doing what is right and just and fair. And of course, in uh, chapter 2 of Proverbs, we learned, If you accept my words, store up my commands, turn your ear to wisdom, apply your heart, call out for insight, cry aloud, look for it, meaning wisdom, and search for it, as for hidden treasure, then you will understand the fear of the Lord. And find the knowledge of God. As we read Proverbs chapter 3 today, I'm going to be reading it and just commenting. And let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for letting my brothers and sisters and I to for getting together today and to receive whatever words and messages that you have for us. God, I don't know what I'm going to say, but you know what should be said. You know the truth of what is going to be said, and you know those whose hearts are open to you and our minds are ready to hear you and listen to you. And let's us remember what we've learned in the previous chapters to search for wisdom. God, we're searching now. We're searching now to hear from you. I'm turning my ear towards wisdom. I'm ready to hear from you. I'm listening. God, thank you for this wisdom that you've given us. Amen. So once again, brothers and sisters, if you've been listening to this, you know that I will be reading from the New International Version of the Bible, the NIV. Of course, you're free to Look at any version you want, but we know that these words come from God. And we want him to speak with us and to us and for us. And of course also for his praise and his glory. And let his will be done. So as I was reading through Proverbs 3 today, I uh, highlighted some verses that I think are just something to remember. Uh, So Proverbs 3, if we look at chapter 5 right now, I think it it sums up a lot. And then we'll go over the the other points. So verse 5 of Proverbs chapter 3, God says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to him. And he will make your paths straight. Hmm. You know, that's what we're learning, right? We want wisdom. We want guidance. But, see, I don't want 
to lean on my own understanding, what I feel, what I believe, my experiences. Because although those things could be good, and they could even be right, I'm trusting God with all my heart to tell me what I need to understand about Him, about what He wants me to do. Um, and that's what we've been learning in the last two chapters. Um, trust in the Lord with all your heart. You know, that's something I think we can ponder for hours, if not days, or if not the rest of our lives. Just, what is trust? What what does trust mean? What does it look like? Do I have trust? Do I trust in the Lord? Well, let's see. Trust means some uh, uh, words like belief, faith, free from doubt. That's a good one. Are you free from doubt in God? So do you believe what he says is true? Do you believe that his commandments are good? In the Gospel of Matthew chapter 5, for example, when it comes to leaning on your own understanding, Matthew chapter 5, he says, You have heard that our ancestors were told you must not murder. If you commit murder, you are subject to judgment. But I say, if you are even angry with someone, you are subject to judgment. Or, you have heard the commandment that says, you must not commit adultery. But I say, anyone who even looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery with her in his heart. Also, you have heard that our ancestors were told, you must not break your vows. You must carry out the vows you make to the Lord. But I say, do not make any vows. So, we believe one way, but God is saying something very different. That it's His way or the wrong way. So that's why I do not want to lean on my own understanding. And that's sometimes difficult to do. But if we love the Lord with all our heart, if we trust in the Lord with all of our hearts, then we should be able to pray and ask God, God, let us not lean on our own understanding, but let us be supported and guided by your wisdom. Because you are wisdom itself. God, we're trusting you. We're trusting you, God, with all of our hearts. One thing that I find that when I read this verse, this next verse, I just think how some people think of it as harsh, but... I look at it as just 
It's who God is. It's his character. In verse 11, my son, do not despise the Lord's discipline and do not resent his rebuke because the Lord disciplines those he loves as a father, the son he delights in. I think back when I was a child and if I did something wrong, my dad would yell at me and my mom would put me on time out or something and I didn't like it because I didn't want to get in trouble. I wanted to do what I wanted to do. I wanted to, to eat a whole bag of M&Ms right before dinner, but for some reason, ugh, my parents just hated me for doing that. Oh, no, of course not. They didn't hate me for doing that. They know better. They know if I eat a bag of M&Ms before dinner, what's going to happen? I'm going to get full. And I'm not going to be able to eat a nice, healthy dinner. And then what? I might get sick. Now, I'm an adult now. Do I eat M&Ms? Yes, I do. I love them. Especially the peanut M&Ms. But I don't eat them before dinner. Why? Because my parents who know better taught me when I was a child, don't eat M&Ms before dinner. Now, I might have one or two as a little snack here and there, but not before dinner. So I did not despise. I did not hate my parents disciplining me. Why? Well, I can think right now the reason why I did not hate them to discipline me is because they know better. And like in verse 12, because the Lord disciplines those he loves. Now, if my parents did not love me, which I know they do very much, but let's say if they didn't love me, if I went up to my mom and I said, Mom, can I please eat these bag of M&Ms before dinner? She would say, sure, do whatever you want. I love you. You can make a decision. Do whatever you want. And I, what would I do? I would eat the whole bag. I probably wouldn't even share it with anyone. And when it came to dinner time, what would I say? Oh, mom, I'm, hung I'm, not, I'm, I'm not hungry because I had those bag of M&Ms. She would say what? Oh, okay, no problem. We'll just waste the food. We'll throw it away. You can have it later at 9 o'clock before you go to bed. And No, that's not how it works. My parents disciplined me because they loved me. They wouldn't let me run across the street when I was a kid because they know I could get hit by a car. Would it be the driver's fault? Maybe. But it would be my fault if I run across the street and get hit by a car. They don't want that to happen because they know better. They know it would hurt. They know I would get injured. Possibly even worse than just being injured. But God loves me. God loves you, my brothers and sisters. So do not despise. Do not hate. Do not ignore. Do not complain 
when the Lord disciplines you. Because he disciplines those he loves. So let's continue on with verse 13, 14, and 15. This talks about what is wisdom worth? What is it worth? This is what God says. Blessed are those who find wisdom, those who gain understanding. For she is more profitable than silver and yields better returns than gold. She is more precious than rubies. Nothing you desire can compare to her. Really, God is saying that there's nothing in this world that's worth more or anywhere equal to what God's wisdom is. And as we read in Proverbs chapter 2, verse 4, if you look for wisdom as for silver and search for it as for hidden treasure, we need to do that all the time. I speak for myself. I need to continue to look for it, to search for wisdom because it's worth it. Because it's more profitable than silver. It yields better returns than gold. It's more precious than rubies. Nothing you desire can compare to her. Nothing. Wisdom is, is like a key that will open up more and more doors of faith and trust and love and delight in God and knowing Him more and more. Verse 21 says, My son, do not let wisdom and understanding out of your sight. So let's say we're searching for this treasure, chest of wisdom. And we know that whatever's in this chest, which is wisdom, is better than silver, better than gold, better than rubies, better than all the best cars in the world, better than the biggest mansion, better than any blockbuster video, better than any video game, better than any course you can take at the university, better than even the advice of a best friend. That's what wisdom is. It's better than all of that combined times a million. And God is saying, do not let this wisdom, do not let this wisdom or understanding out of your sight. Keep it close to you. Remember it. Reflect upon it. Pray about it. Talk to God about it. Talk to your pastors, your, 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 talk to your best friends, your parents, your brothers and sisters about wisdom. What has God been doing in your life? Tell me a story about faith in your life. And then we can talk about the wisdom of God. How we overcome, how we suffer for Christ. How we deal with problems in our lives. It should be from wisdom.
the wisdom to know that God is in control. The wisdom to know that it's God's will for you to be sick. It's God's will for you to be in pain. Why? Because when we're sick, when we're in pain, when we need help the most, who's there for us all the time? Who is the only one who is truly there for us? Less than a blink of an eye, a moment's notice, just a thought of our Heavenly Father and knowing and believing and have faith that He is with us right now. Like I always say, God, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we know that you are with us right now. And we know from what you've told us that wisdom is very, very important. In fact, we don't even know how great it is. We don't know how important it is. We don't really truly know what wisdom is worth. But God, when we have it, when you give it to us, God, let us not lose it. Don't let it out of our sight. We don't want to let it out of our sight. We want to keep it with us forever. And not just keep it safe with us, but use it. God, as you said, we don't want to forget your teaching. We want to keep your commands in your heart. We know that wisdom will prolong our lives and bring us years and years of peace and prosperity. God, it's, it's worth more than silver and gold and bronze and rubies and all the great things of this world. Cannot compare. Simply cannot compare. God, I ask you and on behalf of my brothers and sisters, we thank you. Thank you for the wisdom that you've given us. God, please let us join each other again very soon so that we can discuss the scriptures, so that we can be reminded of you. That's what we're doing here, God. You're helping us. You're letting us. This is an opportunity for us to come to you over and over again. And as we read the scriptures, whether it's Proverbs, or the Psalms, or the Gospels, or Genesis, or Revelation, or any single letter in between, let us gain knowledge of you. Let us into the wisdom, into the, the most holy place where you are, so that we can gain wisdom and gain understanding. Amen.